Good afternoon, everybody. This is Joseph P. Farrell with News and Views from the Nefarium on Thursday, November 2nd, 2023. A little bit of a speculative news and views today because we're going to go back to our old friend Monster Santo, IG Farben Santo, courtesy of an article that was shared by one of our regular readers, M.W., but we'll get back to that in a minute. I do have some housekeeping notices to give out. We do have a vid chat tomorrow, and wow, for the first time and I don't know when, there is no threat of storms or rain. <laughs> so I do want to get into the chat room early tomorrow, folks, because if you are a regular follower of my vid chats, or for that matter, of Dark Journalist and his uh podcasts on Friday evenings, both he and I have been having some technical issues regarding our audio, and that tells me that there's something going on on the internet that is beyond our control, but I do want to get in there early to test the feed to make sure that uh, our audio is functioning properly. Uh, so I'm going to start early, and if I do encounter any problems, uh, I will close out the uh, vid chat and reopen a new window, which will take some time. So I will be there early tomorrow, folks. Um, cross your fingers that we don't have any of those technical issues like we had in the last vid chat. Um, again, please remember to get your questions, your comments, everything posted to the comments area by no later than 10 o'clock U.S. Central Time tonight. Uh, that's when I print them out and go through them. All right, let's turn back to our good old friend, Monster Santo and IG Farben Santo, as we like to call big agriculture here on this website. It's been a while since we've talked about GMO foods and the attempt of big agriculture, quite literally, in my opinion, to poison the food, the food supply with genetically modified organisms that are designed to be resistant to various pesticides and so on. Um, I do believe that there is sufficient prima facie evidence to suggest that GMO foods in conjunction with these pesticides are carcinogenic in nature. As a result of that, there have been a number of very large lawsuits in recent years against Monster Santo, as we like to call that corporation here, which is the company that most people associate, the big-name agricultural firm that most people associate with GMO foods. Uh, it is not the only company that is experimenting with GMO foods, GMO seeds, and so on, but it's certainly the most well-known. So when I say Monster Santo or IG Farben Santo, I'm really talking about big agriculture, but we're more concerned today with these lawsuits that have been filed and won in civil court against the firm for people having used its products and then having come down with very violent, virulent cancers. So that brings me to the topic of today's 
blog, Today's News and Views, which is a speculation of what the implications of these lawsuits might be in conjunction with other things that have been proposed. So here's the article that MW shared, quote, Monsanto ordered to pay $175 million to a cancer patient. The subtitle here is a Philadelphia jury on October 27th hit Monsanto with a $175 million verdict in favor of a cancer patient who claimed the company failed to warn about known carcinogens in its best-selling herbicide, Roundup. So I'm going to read several part, uh, several paragraphs from this article, and I want you to pay close attention because this this ties directly in to the speculations I'm going to offer at the end of this. So beginning at the very start of the article, quote, <clears throat> pardon me, a Philadelphia jury on October 27th, hit Monsanto with a $175 million verdict in favor of a cancer patient who claimed the company failed to warn about known carcinogens in its best-selling herbicide, Roundup. The verdict is part of a string of nine- and ten-figure judgments against the Bayer AG subsidiary in recent years including 2019 verdicts of $2 billion in Oakland, California, and $289 million in San Francisco, although those verdicts were substantially reduced upon appeal. Now, let me stop right there. You'll notice the reference to the big German chemical cartel Bayer, Bayer uh, Aktiensgesellschaft. The reason I call it IG Farbensanto in some cases is because Bayer bought Monsanto a few years ago and acquired that whole firm and made it a subsidiary. Well, Bayer, in turn, of course, was at one time a component company of the gigantic German chemicals cartel, IG Farben, and we know how notorious that particular company was. In any case, quote, It's a tremendous result said R. Brent Wisner, managing director and lead trial attorney at Wisner Baum, who won the $2 billion Roundup cancer verdict against Monsanto in 2019. Wisner continued, listen carefully, quote, This case has always been about the science, and this new verdict puts a huge exclamation point on that fact. It's about time for Monsanto to finally, once and for all, put this product off the market and negotiate a global settlement. It's time to bring an end to the glyphosate chapter in our country. Bayer countered in a statement, quote, We respectfully disagree with the jury's divided verdict and are confident we can get this unfounded verdict overturned and the excessive damage awards reduced through our appeal, unquote. Glyphosate is the world's most widely used weed-killing chemical and is the active ingredient in Roundup. It is linked to a number of health problems, from cancer and neurological diseases to endocrine disruption and birth defects. 
but the full range of glyphosate's health effects remains unknown. And a number of jurisdictions, including the European Union, are wrestling over whether to keep glyphosate products on the market. And I'm skipping just one paragraph here. And in the United States, the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency has concluded that Roundup is safe to use and that glyphosate is not likely to be carcinogenic to humans. And that's the end. Now, right off the bat, I would be extremely skeptical of anything any government agency in this country says about the safety of any product. After all, we were assured that the quack scenes were completely safe and effective, and as now most everyone knows, there are all sorts of deaths and weird, just downright weird, side effects from the quack scenes if you took those uh, so-called mRNA uh, versions of the quack scene. People are dying with blood clots, myocarditis, pregnant women are having early, uh, early births, miscarriages, and so on and so forth. And in a couple of cases, there have even been uh, reports of, of young females, prepubescent girls, bleeding from their uterus that received these quack scenes. There's just an awful, awful lot of strange stuff happening in, in their respect, yet they're completely safe. And this is the problem with the GMO foods. And Russia pointed this out several years ago. I have blogged endlessly about the subject of GMO foods. There has not been adequate long-term intergenerational testing and study of the effects of nonstop consumption of GMO foods. I try not to use any, any GMO food. I try and buy organic, but of course that's trusting the same government agencies to be doing their job and they are on record as having lied to all of us. So I'm concerned about something con with regard to, to GMOs that this legal situation may develop into. During the height of the COVID plan scamdemic, you might recall that there was beginning to be discussion, particularly among the big agricultural firms, to combine COVID vaccination with genetically modified food. In other words, turn your food into a quack scene. In addition to all the other stuff they're doing with the food to begin with. Now, if that happens, I speculate that there are two possible paths or implications of these massive lawsuits regarding GMOs. The first is that some clever lawyer somewhere manages to begin to chip away at the legal immunities that were granted to big pharmaceutical companies during the Reagan administrations to develop new vaccines and drugs, and the price was for that effort that they be made immune from lawsuits. And of course, the government caved. So they have an immunity. However, that immunity could be lost if fraud were ever proven. And 
here I suspect that sooner or later you're going to watch lawsuits occur against the lamestream profitainment media that put out such a heavy narrative concerning these quack scenes. Once those lawsuits occur, then the issue of fraud gets on record, and then the big pharma companies might lose their immunity. So the GMO lawsuits, I'm arguing, may be a vehicle somehow, and I suspect that a lawyer, a clever lawyer, will be able to figure out how to turn those or parlay those into an assault on the immunity of big pharma and get that immunity revoked in certain cases for fraud. Okay, This is a ticking time bomb that's waiting to go off, and I personally suspect, everybody, that this is the real reason you see the big pharma stocks plunging in value, because their lawyers are sending out the alarm bells, and there may already be lawsuits in the pipelines that are causing this to happen, and word simply hasn't gotten out. That's one speculative path from these GMO lawsuits. But the other path here that I've already alluded to is the combination of GMO foods with these types of quack scenes, with these highly experimental, uh, and they're not really vaccines. I, I can't even really call them that. They're, they're experimental injections. So imagine that they get their wish and they're able to combine these two things and put the actual vaccine in the food supply where you, you consume it, like it or not. You, you are literally being compelled to consume something that you don't even know is in there. If that's the case, I suspect that the real strategy here is they are trying to extend the immunity of big pharmaceutical companies with respect to vaccines that was granted to them in law, that they're trying to extend that immunity to GMO foods themselves and to cloak them with immunity and therefore cloak companies like Monster Santo and IG Farben Santo with legal immunity that, that acquires to them or accrues to them because of the connection of their potential GMO foods with a potential vaccine. So this is an extremely interesting story here. I, as I am trying to get across in my speculations, there may be a connection here that we're not being informed of concerning the connection between GMO foods and the stated intention of some of these billionaire busybodies to combine the two. That's the part of the story I think we have to watch out for carefully now. So our thanks to M.W. for bringing this legal decision to our attention. It's something we're going to watch. Um, don't forget we do have the early vid chat tomorrow. Get your questions and comments in by 10 o'clock tonight. Uh, and I am going to start early uh, to make sure we don't have any technical difficulties such as we had in the last vid chat last week. So that's it for our news and views from the Nefarium, everybody. We'll see you on the flip side. Bye-bye, and God bless.